Recognized customer experience expert Jeannie Walters invites you to join her on her mission to create fewer ruined days for customers. Welcome to Crack the Customer Code. I'm Jeannie Walters, and today I want to talk about the ecosystem that your customers live in with your brand. We talk a lot about customer journeys. You've heard me talk about customer journey mapping a lot and how I'm a big believer in really understanding your customer's true journey not what you think their journey is. But one of the things that I want you to do is consider how, you know, when we zero in and start talking about customer journeys, a lot of times what we do is we go off into this like ideal place where we believe our customers are literally walking around with thought bubbles of our logo. (laughs) And we think that they're wandering around thinking, I cannot wait for that next interaction. I had such a wonderful time with my customer service rep. None of that happens. Sometimes they are grateful. Sometimes customers are absolutely grateful if we're able to solve an issue for them. Sometimes they are happy and loyal. But what that means is that we've solved something for them. We've provided a service that they expected, and we maybe exceeded their expectations. But it doesn't mean that they're walking around focused on our brand the way we're focused on our brand. So we have to remember that. And when we talk about journeys, we also have to consider that, you know what, this is a big, bold world now. And so the way that we think our customers are stepping along in their journey, we have to consider the outside ecosystem that they live in. And I'll give you an example of this. In B2B sales, for many, many decades, what used to happen was the entry point was a salesperson. Now, what that means, the entry point for that journey was an interaction with a real person. And that could be both inbound, where somebody sees a billboard or hears something and calls, or it could be that the salespeople were, you know, smiling and dialing and finding those people. That still happens in B2B. But if we assume that that is the only point in the journey at that moment, then we are forgetting about the fact that number one, How many review sites are out there now? I mean, I can't remember the last time we purchased anything without really looking at review sites, without looking up user forums sometimes for software, without asking our peer networks on social media. None of those are part of the actual brand's customer journey because you can't control that. You're not responsible for the review sites, but you have to be aware. You have to look beyond the linear journey that your customers have, and make sure you're considering these points in their ecosystem. Another consideration is, you know, I've seen a lot of, again, B2B organizations who have these big conferences, these user forums, and just amazing, right? I mean, they've gotten incredibly huge. And there's a ton of learning, and there's they're very showy, and they're also an opportunity for like the sales team to interact face-to-face with customers that maybe they wouldn't otherwise get a chance to do that. That's all great. But consider that if somebody is using a tech stack, which most organizations are, sometimes that goes outside of one brand. So they might be using one brand over here to gather their customer feedback, and then they might be using another brand over here to evaluate that. They might even have another one that is marketing-driven but considers the customer experience. You have to realize that even though you want them to use your brand for everything, if they have these different partners, that's part of their ecosystem as well. And so we have to really look beyond the simplistic view 
of how we used to interact with customers. And too many journey maps actually have that inward perspective and they can't even accept that the way that they view their customer journey is not really what's happening with their customers. So what I want you to walk away with today and really consider is where are the points in your customer journey where the ecosystem that they're living in maybe has an influence on that? Maybe there's a touch point that you look at and think, oh, this is where they would go and get feedback from peers. This is where they would reach out to their social networks. This is where they would check those sites or those reports or whatever. And then use that knowledge. Use that knowledge to actually make that touch point more appealing or reach out and get feedback in that moment and say, hey, you're probably looking at review sites right now. Here's what I'm seeing. What do you think? Ask your customers to interact with you at the moments that matter to them, not the moments that matter to you. I can speak from experience, and I'm sure a lot of people here can relate, when I say that, you know, isn't it kind of frustrating to get all those sales calls at the end of the month? Because we all know what's happening there. That's not about me. That's not about trying to provide service for me. That's trying about that's about trying to meet that number, that quota, whatever you call it, at the end of the month. We all know that game. So instead of focusing on that game, focus on, you know what, in this ecosystem, in this customer journey, I know at this point in the decision-making process, this is when they're going to check things out. Or better yet, throughout the customer journey, look at those moments. A lot of membership sites, a lot of subscriptions, those are very popular right now. They kind of baffle me because they work so hard to get us in the door and then they kind of forget about us. They just send us that lovely invoice every month. Now, what if we could look at that and think, okay, what are they trying to do with this subscription? What need are they trying to fill? How can we help them? How can we support them in that journey? You know, there are a lot of meal kits and things like that out there right now. Everybody's very focused on health and trying to, you know, be better about all of those things. And some of those organizations do a really nice job with trying to provide support along the way in a logical way. Some of them, I feel like all they do is worry about how beautiful their Instagram is to get people in the door. And then once you're in the door, there's nothing, there's nothing new. There's nothing providing that support or value throughout the journey. So instead, what happens is your customers start looking beyond their journey with you and start looking, okay, I'm sick of this food. I'm going to look for recipes over here. So then that becomes part of the ecosystem for them. And if you're not paying attention to that, somebody else can swoop in and say, hey, we're going to support you along this whole journey. Come join us. And suddenly you've lost a customer. So I know this can be overwhelming, but I know you can do it because you guys are awesome. You're always thinking about customers and customer experience and experience design and all these amazing topics that we get to dig into as customer experience professionals. So I am thrilled that you are part of our ecosystem here at Crack the Customer Code. See how I did that? <laughs> and I'm so happy you were you were able to join me for this solo episode. Of course, my partner Adam Taporek and I will be back at it again very soon. So if you have not subscribed, please go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you can continue to be part of our ecosystem. And thank you so much for listening to Crack the Customer Code. We are a proud member of the C-Suite Radio family. 
Make sure to learn more about my partner, Adam Toporek at customersthatstick.com and discover my latest customer experience blogs, webinars, and more at cxcontent.com or experienceinvestigators.com. Until next time, take care of yourself and take care of your customers. podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>